0: Morning, 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 Good after morning. Good morning, morning morning. Hey there, hey there. Oh there. It's your boy. T Morg, oh my god. Sorry about that. My goddamn mic stand's fallen. I refuse to be- Oh! Dude, this is hell. Alright, why? Ah, okay. Alright, so I had to loosen some cords, and Knock my fucking controller on the ground. And now we move this. And this. And I'll wet my whistle real quick. <coughs> <laughs> okay, now I'm ready. How's everybody doing? <laughs> this is good after morning. I'm Taylor Morgan, also known as T Morg. And I. I'm in the Beats by Dr. Dre. Super Zoop Blunt Lab and Podcast Center brought to you by Beats by Dr. Dre. Volume 4. And Volume 4 is definitely the strongest of all the volumes. So what I did here is I... uh, (laughs) I almost skipped ahead a little bit. Basically the gist is... I moved my entire setup into the master bedroom of my apartment so now I have much more room for activities there is a lot more um, I guess customizability you like that what how many syllables is that bro that's customizability I wasn't even counting like what was that, like fucking seven syllables? Is that even a word? <laughs> We're back, baby. We're in the volume four. It's large. I got lots of shit in here. It's kind of vibey. Um, it's going to be nice not tripping over chord death every single time I have to get anywhere or set anything up. I know it's not going to sound that way. <laughs> Jojo by the first. <laughs> Just by the first few minutes of the pod, you probably sounds like I'm still in cord hell, but nope. I'm just stupid. So, how I was able to move into this master bedroom, what I alluded to earlier, is I ended up breaking up with my girlfriend of four plus years. Yeah, she's been on the podcast before, y'all know her. Um Yeah, it was uh it was definitely time to call it. You know, I don't want to get super into it and I don't want to like As you know, you you just don't I don't, I don't want to air any fucking laundry out over the permanent internet. <laughs> you know, like and at the same time, I also don't just want to whine and sound bitchy for like 45 minutes. So, the gist of it is, and the lesson to be learned from it, because there is a lesson to learn from it. And I think it's a lesson a lot of people should learn, at least. Um, I mean, it is a universal lesson, but I was going to say, especially for young men. Because I feel like it's a lot easier for young men to get trapped in a situation that I was about to get trapped into. So we broke up because she came to me one day and said, yo, I want to buy. A ha- Actually, this isn't how it started. How it started is just we were sitting there fucking smoking pot and watching YouTube. And she gets home from work put their shit away comes and sits next to me and goes hey so how do you feel about our relationship <laughs> and i was like jazz music stops moment i was just like well um i mean i thought it was going pretty good and i legitimately thought like we've been doing better than we have you know like i thought we were in a decent spot and then she goes yeah. I'm feeling like I want to make a change and like she's basically like I want to buy a house. But I don't want you to sign the lease with me. I want to buy a house by myself. And immediately I was like habagadoy. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you say? You want to buy a house and not include me in that? Okay. Interesting strategy. And... Without, like, again, without getting super fucking deep into it, she basically... She basically was just avoiding saying, hey, I'm not happy in our relationship and I want to break up with you, but I'm pretty sure she used this whole house thing as a fucking excuse because now, like, we're not even, at the end of all things, like, she's not even actively pursuing a house or at least not to the fucking degree that she was over this two-week period because basically what happened is she just started talking to this realtor And this lone person, and then like a day later told me this shit. And then two or three days later, it was pretty fucking decided that she was going to do it by herself. Like we had conversations, you know, to try and like, I don't know, include me in this somehow. Like I was just trying to figure out like, okay, why, first of all, do you want to do that? Because it just sounds weird like in the context of our relationship it just sounded weird to like be like i want to buy a house without you and not really give me a good reason i mean the reason she gave me was that we could use our first cuz you get like a first time home buying loan that's like okay you know and It's still a fucking 30 year mortgage. You still have a down payment and you're still going to be doing all this other shit. So like, I guess it's better than it would have been, you know? So she was like, what we can do. And this is not like, it took a lot of prying for me to get to this point. She was like, what we can do is, you know, we can use my first time home buying thing right now because it's my dream to buy a house by myself. And, like, that's news to me. (laughs) And then we could use your first time home buying loan later. Like, when we, I get a, you know, a second home or, like, the forever home or whatever the fuck. It's like, okay, yeah, that's cool. But, like, if we're... If we're gonna be doing that, and if you plan on being with me forever, then why wouldn't we just go in together? Because the first time home buying thing is like, is one thing, and without giving a whole lot of context and like personal shit up, there's a lot of other reasons why this concerned me not just the fact that you know she wants to buy a home without me or is like it is like pursuing her dream or some shit like it with <laughs> without putting the laundry on the line <laughs> it's hard it's hard to like actually get into it you know but essentially She wanted to, quote, live her life and pursue her dreams that apparently didn't involve me a whole lot, and then I was basically forced to either accept that and, you know, basically pay my girlfriend rent for the next foreseeable future <laughs> or um, just stand my ground I guess or you know call it and like honestly I don't give a fuck how I come off in saying this or like if you know cause I'm trying to do gymnastics in my head right now of like dude you gotta You know, you wanna... You gotta sound right, bro. You gotta sound right. (laughs) But honestly, like... There's so much shit wrapped up in this. Like, so much shit. And it... Really, I don't... Like, she just didn't wanna be with me. And didn't know how to tell me. And used this whole house thing as a catalyst. Because... This all took place like within 72 hours. I was already like, okay, shit, we might break up soon. <laughs> because cause it went from her buying a house to me, like, being with her without her or all this shit. So then we go back and forth for weeks. And weeks meaning two weeks, basically. And then. We end up breaking up, and this is actually a, a a good story. I need to tell this part. So where we land is there's a we end up like figuring out okay, we're gonna do this together. We had like a really heartfelt talk. We had multiple long like it was literally all I did for like two weeks was talk to this bitch for like hours on end every night. <laughs> Like I didn't play any video games. I obviously haven't been recording my podcast. I had momentum there for a second and then this shit hit me like a sack of bricks. So here we are and fuck I lost my goddamn train of thought. um let's see. We gotta we gotta wind it back. It hit me like a sack of bricks. Uh, Took away my momentum. Uh, fuck. You know what, people? My brain is a real pain in the ass. <laughs> and this is the downside of not having anyone here. And I'm just recording a podcast by myself at all times. Because shit just disappears into the ether, man. And like... Sometimes you just can't get it back. Oh, I remember. Okay. Here we go. (laughs) You just had to talk about it. (laughs) So we landed on, we're going to do this together. And we're going to house hunt together. And we spend like the next two or three days like sending each other houses back and forth on all this shit. And like, you know, ooh, I like this one. And like, ooh, we should try this one out. So we find this house. That we think looks okay. So we go to look at it in Spavanaugh. And... It was a trailer. That costed $95,000. On .7 acres. On a giant fucking hill in Spavanaugh. And... The floor was warped like a motherfucker on the inside. And like... We're walking around in there. And there's like just a hole in the fucking closet. And... You know, I wasn't taking the house seriously, but it was the first house we looked at together. So I was like, hell yeah, you know, this is cool. We're looking at houses together, you know, and then we get done looking at it. The realtor drives away. Megan and I are standing there in front of the house talking about it. She's like, what do you think? And I was like, well, it's a $100,000 trailer that has a hump in the floor and it's only on 0.7 acres. And it's a trailer house. It's a trailer house. It's a trailer house. (laughs) I'm not fucking spending any amount of money for a trailer house. I lived in one for over a year. Not very fun. Like, they're okay. They'll get you by if it's what you got. But I'm not spending goddamn $100,000 on a trailer house. Like, why would (laughs) you? There's options. So... I kind of came at it with that frame of mind. And she was like, yeah, I don't know. I kind of like it, you know, and all this shit. And she's like, I kind of want to make an offer on it. I was like, all right, whatever. So we, you know, we end up just kind of moving on from that. And she's like, hey, let's go get lunch. I was like, okay, we can go to Salina. There's the fucking dairy deal. You know, it's like pigging out, but different. And... If you guys aren't familiar with either of those, and you're probably fucking not because it's Salina, Oklahoma. Um, (laughs) Land of the Free. (laughs) Uh, There's basically like a drive up, it's like a dine out diner, basically. You know, they don't have any actual seating. It's like bench chairs and shit, and like kind of like picnic tables on the outside. And, you know, they just have like a shitload of diner food. So we're eating. We go to Dairy Deal, I buy her lunch, it's hot as fuck, like really hot, so we sit in her car while we're eating, and she takes one bite of her cheeseburger, I don't even know if she swallowed it, and then just puts her head right on her steering wheel, and is like, acting like she's about to cry, and I was like, what the fuck? Okay, And I'm hungry as fuck. I haven't eaten anything at that point today. I went to work for the first half of the day like we met in the afternoon. And I'm like, I'm just munching this cheeseburger. <laughs> and, she, and she's like, you know, I really, I want to put an offer on this house. And I think I just want to do it by myself. I just want to get the house by myself. And I was like, okay, you know, okay, <laughs> well, I told you how I feel about that over the last two weeks, you know, I'd th- like, you know exactly how that makes me feel. So, um, my attitude was basically, I mean, you know how that makes me feel lady. So moving forward forward. Guards up, don't feel fucking weird if I just leave or something because, like, I don't know. It's just fucking weird. I was just going to ride the tide and see what the fuck happened, you know? But then she was like, I think we should break up or I think we should take a break. That's how she phrased it. I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> I guess. That was it. I was like, all right, okay. Because earlier in the week, she had said it. She had said, I think we should take a break. And then, do you guys remember about a year ago? It was almost a year to the fucking day that all this shit came back around, actually. Which is kind of fucking wild. But there is a podcast episode called I Farted and Amber Heard It go listen to that because i talk about the first time megan and i go through some shit and she hits me with some i want to experience life and see what life has to offer type shit and i want to grow and like you know we need to we can be the best versions of ourselves and we you know and basically asked me for an open relationship at that point i don't remember if that's what i aired out in that podcast but there's your there's your fucking <laughs> There's your tidbit. Um, About a year ago. So... In all that, she had asked me to take a break before. So when she asked me, after I bought her lunch, after I spent nine goddamn dollars on her, nine more dollars, add that to the stack, (laughs) she broke up with me, or said we should take a break again. So third time's the charm. Like... I don't need to hear it again, we're done, we're done, and then, then she had the audacity (laughs) to assume that we would just live together for the time until she found a house, basically, almost said for the summer, but that doesn't even really have an end date on it, because she was just like, you know, we drove separate. So, you know, I finished munching my cheeseburger and like, you know, we drove home and when we got home, I was like, okay, so what does this mean? Like, how does this play out? And in her mind, she was going to just live at my house with me. We're going to keep splitting rent. Nothing is going to change other than the fact that we're going to see other people. Can you believe that shit? <laughs> like, what kind of fucking. What kind of business proposal is that? <laughs> like hey. I want all the benefits. But none of the stuff I don't like. Which is. Not quote unquote. Experiencing life. <laughs> so. <laughs> I was like alright. She. You know when we broke up. We broke up on like a Friday. That. Monday or Tuesday, she was, like, flying out to uh, to go see her mom with a bunch of her friends. Her mom lives in South Carolina. And that had been planned for, like, months before that. So, like, you know, whatever. So she was going to do her little trip. So I didn't, you know... After that, like, we slept separate for a night. And then she went and stayed at her friend's house. um, Basically up until she left for that trip. And then... She goes to the trip. Is coming back on, like, a Wednesday. And she doesn't work on Thursday, Fridays. So she was like, yo. On Wednesday, like, when she was coming back, she hit me up and was like, hey. You know, and in, in our talks... And The plan that I thought was going to happen was she's going to come back and then move out on Thursday and Friday and we're done with it. That was the plan. On Wednesday, she texted me and was like, hey, is it okay if I can just leave everything at your house and I'll just get my clothes and stuff And until I can find an apartment or a house and... By this point, I've already been living by myself for a week. I'm already a week into this breakup. I think she went on vacation and didn't like process any of it. (laughs) And, and, you know, text me that. And I just immediately call her and I'm like, come get your shit. I was like, don't. Like, what are you talking about? Like, move out. Like, if you're going to move out, move out. Like, if we're going to break up, we're breaking up. We're not doing this weird half and half like you're just gonna use the parts of me alike and then like my apartment that now i'm paying for in its entirety is going to be a storage unit and you know we had already split rent at that point because it was like right as the turn of a new month like right before she went on the thing so i sent her like all the money and we paid off the rent and everything and i was like here's your half of the rent and shit I was like it's you know my house now <laughs> get get the hell out basically <laughs> cuz like who wants to just look at all of her their ex's shit for an indescript amount of time <laughs> like throughout that week I'm just fucking sad boy by myself in the house looking at her shit just around the house <laughs> It is being like, damn! I can't wait till that's out of here. And then she comes back and is like, "Yo, you know, are you a storage unit? Cause you look like one." And fuck, dude, it—you would have thought that I like murdered somebody the way it just like caught her off guard. That I was like, "No, like get out." She was like, "I, I have nowhere to go. I don't have anything." I was like, "You got your dad's house." You got your friend's house. You got your other friend's house. Get your shit. You're not even taking really that much. It's like a lot of the furniture and stuff was stuff that I had bought or stuff that my family had given me throughout the time. So, like, I was holding on to a lot of that shit. She really only took an air fryer, a dehydrator, and her knickknacks. That was pretty much it. So like just get like just get it go <laughs> like let me move on stop using me and my god like it just it just blows my mind people you think you fucking know somebody like 4 plus years and in 2 weeks just a hurricane of contradictory information And just newfound, what the fuck. (laughs) If I had to describe that two weeks. Because, I mean, it was literally like every other day. We would just, like, we'd get to some point, some kind of middle ground. And then the next day, it would just erase. And we'd be right back to where we were. So, that's why I think, legitimately, she just wanted to break up with me. But didn't. Or couldn't. Like, I don't know. So... That happened. Um, I feel better, honestly. Like, I'm not that tore up about it. Um, It definitely sucks. It's definitely not how I wanted that to go. I was kind of planning on marrying her. But um, that's the way the cookie crumbles, I guess. (laughs) And, you know, I'm going to just... I'm doing my fucking thing, man. I'm in the volume four. I got picked up by another league to cast. So now I'm casting for two different Call of Duty leagues. Three nights a week I'm casting. Normally. Or like if I had my way, it'd be three nights a week. At least two times a week. So, you know, I'm, and I'm actually... I got fucking promoted to head caster of this new org. Like we're gonna try and, you know... My boy Oz, he might listen to this. Shout out Oz, he's the guy that runs. It's the Cool Guys Invitational League. It's kind of a subset of the Call of Duty Rec League, which is who I've been casting for. And um, we're gonna we're gonna start working on that shit. You know, I'm excited. I don't really know, like this literally all happened like three days ago, this whole headcaster shit. So I don't really know what it's going to actually entail, but I do know that I'm not going to fuck it up (laughs) and I'm going (laughs) to, we're going to make the damn thing work. I don't know what, you know, that's really all I can say about it. We're going to make it work. And, um, I'm just going to keep doing my thing, man. Like, I have personally grown so much In the past year or so Whenever she first told me that shit And go back and listen I farted and Amber heard it And then the ones after that It's like one of them is like Grindset grind set, Sigma Grind Another one has to deal with like fucking Like I'm talking about stoicism and shit And obviously there's gaps in my podcast Cause I mean It gives me a lot of anxiety To talk about shit that like this fucking breakup like that's kind of why i've put off recording this episode for so long um that's what kept me from posting nicolo and jay and sean's podcasts um the two previous episodes i had i've had those recorded for weeks and you know it's just due to the shit that happened to me in my life it's hard for me to talk about my trauma and i don't know why but like anything and using the word trauma for a breakup is so corny, but (laughs) you know, like that's something that I've like really been working on is like the ability to talk about what's going on in my life and the, like to really open up to people and kind of, you know, show that vulnerability and It's fucking hard, man. It's really hard. But I know that there is no excuse. And you either create or disintegrate. You either create or disintegrate. There is no in between. It's do or do not. There is no try. You know, all that shit. There's so many different little things that allude to that because the human condition wants to progress always we are an innovative fucking greedy animal and there's negatives to that and there's positives to that and the positives to that is that we went from using a slightly sharpened stick to stab our prey to grids of fucking electricity, and now I'm talking to you through sound waves that you're downloading from a fucking satellite stream, or however the fuck the internet works. Like, how does the internet work? We went from poking fucking animals with sticks to the internet. And that is because of our ability and our desire to progress. We're always trying to progress. And if you're not progressing, if you're not making progress... Then you're dying. Rust. Stagnation is rust. And you may as well be dead. Honestly. So throughout this last year, I have been really dedicating my time to like learning how to think. Like learning... All these different rules of life. Like laws of man that have like been used by great people throughout thousands of years of recorded history. You know like religious texts. Fucking stoicism specifically has helped me a lot. But like all there's so many great people out there that have accomplished great things. They have succeeded By their standards, which by the way, only about 5% of people do. I know I've talked about this video before, but there is a video called The Greatest Secret, and it is, I believe, hold on, I'm gonna look this up because I always get this fucking backwards. it is The Greatest Secret by Earl Nightingale. And this one is um, narrated by Patrick Tugwell, I believe. And try to discover, you first got the idea, you couldn't be successful if that's the way you've been thinking. 5. Change the image you have of yourself. By... Yeah. So it's got this fucking greasy voice, motherfucker. And The Greatest Secret in all of mankind. Is that you are. What you think about. You are. What you think about. If you think about. Getting better. If you think about progressing. If you think about. Being successful. Then you will be successful. Manifestation and all this shit. Is a real fucking thing It really really is The cliche shit of You can do whatever you set your mind to And like you know Just all that type of shit It's cliche And you guys know how I feel about cliches I've said it a hundred thousand times They're a thing for a reason There's a reason it's cliche Because there's a chunk of truth involved in it and this is the truest truth ever you are what you think about if you think about bullshit you're bullshit like it is insane and in the same video he lines out what success really is what he thinks his definition of success is according to Earl Nightingale and his definition of success is the daily realization of a worthy goal or ideal. The daily realization of a worthy goal or ideal. And you can break that straight the fuck down. And what that means is you have to actively pursue what it is you want to be or you want to do. Every single day, success is the daily realization of a worthy goal or ideal. Any bit of progress you put in day to day, no matter how small, as long as you are realizing your goal, because you're not going to just wake up one day and be like, man, my goal is a six pack. And then you... You know, you're not successful until you wake up and have a six-pack. No. You're successful when you wake up and you do five crunches. And that's it. And then the next day, you wake up and you do six crunches. Or ten. And the next day, you do this. The next day, you do this. You keep going. Every day, you realize that goal in some fucking manner. In some way. Fucking <laughs> Fucking Jordan Peterson. <laughs> You, you bloody better clean your damn room. <laughs> How can you get better if your room is a mess? <laughs> like that type of shit. Like seriously. If you want to be a better person, if you want to change your life, change something. And I think Megan missed out. My girlfriend missed out on a lot. Or maybe she just fucking blind, like, willfully ignored all the progress I had made over this last year. Because, seriously, I have made so much progress for myself. Like, I've been casting Call of Duty, putting time into that, getting better at that. I've been losing weight. I stopped vaping. I'm not smoking weed as much, but that's partially because she left. You know, she was my fucking drug dealer, basically. So... Like, there's all these different things that I've just slowly done over the last year or so like since I got on this path and I can honestly say I think every day I realize that goal in some capacity because it's all about what you put into it it's all about your expectations and yeah you know when shit first kicked off, like, you start working out, you know, kind of fall out of it, whatever, but as long as you're continually, continually thinking about fucking moving forward, you're, you're still clawing, you're not just giving in, still clawing forward, eventually, you'll make a breakthrough, and I fucking started to make a breakthrough, (laughs) And then my girlfriend hits me with all this crazy shit. <laughs> and now I've got the biggest breakthrough of my life, cause like I mean fuck. That's drastic change, my friends. I have lived with this woman, like I've not lived by myself ever. This is this will be my first time, like, actually living by myself. It's me and fucking Grigio. Grigio's sleeping behind me right now. It's my cat. Yeah, we fucking split up the cats, man. There's no more Grigio and Gray Kitty. Gray Kitty's gone. It's fucking bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I need to message this lady about her cat. Because my grandma called me, like, right before I started recording this. And was like, yo, I know you were saying you wanted another cat. And I do, because I'm pretty sure Grigio is, like, kind of depressed. Like, she's just acting different than she did when Gray Kitty was here. And I don't really like it. Because, you know, I I care for her. I want it. (laughs) Sounds weird, but, like, you know, I want her to fucking be happy. And I don't want her to be just, like, a fat, depressed cat in my house. So I'm going to get a kitten. And um, get her a little friend. And I need to message this lady about it. Hey, do you still have kittens available? We'll see what happens. It's out in the ether, man. It's out there. So maybe I'll be getting a new cat. Um. So that's cool. You know? You can do that live on the pod, I guess. (laughs) I mean, come on, man. Like, this is definitely not how I thought it was going to go. Like, life, yet again, throws me a damn 12 6 curveball just fucking right down the pipe. And ooh, did I swing and miss on that bitch? I did not see that coming. God damn. Caught me on my front foot With that one for sure And now It's do or die Because you know I'm debt free I pay for everything I fucking have And um Now I'm like Legitimately On my own And of course You know I have a great family I'm privileged in that way I have a great family and I have great friends So I'm not On my own But as far as the day to day As far as keeping the lights on in this bitch As far as you know Keeping, keeping myself fed Taking care of me It's me You know. And honestly. My fucking nose is itchy. Honestly. Hypes me up. Turns me on. Like I'm. Really on my own. I'm doing this shit man. And. Create or disintegrate. I either keep this pain train rolling. There's two types of people in this world I know you guys understand You either Come in the sink Or you sink in the cum Which one are you? There are two wolves inside of you They're both gay and they're kissing (laughs) And all that shit Cause I'm a true Sigma male now. I've been thrown to the wolves. They're surrounding me. They want me. But I'm gonna come back leading the pack. <laughs> you can't keep the... can't keep the lone wolf down. <laughs> so that's me, man. I'm essentially the fucking... Sixth Power Ranger from Power Rangers Wild Force. The fucking Lone Wolf, man. The edgiest Power Ranger of all time. (laughs) I'm gonna make it. We're gonna make it, chat. I don't know why I called you guys chat. You're not chat. You're the Grape Anal Monkeys. (laughs) And you will stay the Grape Anal Monkeys until someone gives me a better name. Like seriously, until some sort of representative of my fan base, if there is a fan base out there, if you're listening, maybe it could be you, give me a better name or until then you will be a grape anal monkey, the good after morning, the gam fam, (laughs) gam fam unite. (laughs) Ain't no monkeys till we die Or at least that's what I'm yelling So it's gonna be It's gonna be a fun ride man I'm back on the fucking wagon Like I can't tell you How hard it was for me to record this episode Like actually Like I tried to do it a couple nights ago And like it it's just hard Especially like Navigating that whole situation I feel like I did an okay job You know Cause I'm not here To fucking uh, I'm not here to Air my entire fucking life out And just Infect all these or, I don't even know what the fuck I meant by infect But like I'm not trying to You know, put people I know on blast out here in my podcast. Try not to make a a habit of that. So, although I did say it in my podcast, and I'll say it again. In that episode, I farted and Amber heard it. I called her a fake fan because she didn't listen to my podcast. And she doesn't. Never did. In fact, the only episode she listened to was that one. Because it came out right the fuck after... We had that big thing. And she was very (laughs) not pleased with me calling her a fake fan. But a spade's a spade because she did not listen to my podcast. And in fact, listen to this, guys. The only fucking thing she ever told me about my podcast, she never told me she liked it. She never, you know, gave me any sort of encouraging word towards it. The only thing she ever told me, the only input, was that I should edit it because sometimes I say stupid shit. So fuck that bitch, right? Like, fake fan, I hope you listen to this part. (laughs) If you make it to 45 minutes, this is for you. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Well, at least it's done. I don't gotta talk about it anymore. Throughout that whole fucking thing, there's like nine other things I should tell you guys. Um, like, I went camping with a couple of my buddies, Hunter and Kyle. Uh, we went down to southern Oklahoma, so I definitely got to do a podcast recap of that. But that took place in the middle of the storm, so we'll get to it. Um, <laughs> and you know what, guys? It's It's been real. But I've done my obligated 45, and I think I think I don't really have anything else to add to it, you know? It was, it is what it is. We're going to get better. We will create. We will not rust. And that's the only option. So... You guys know, um, you guys know the deal. So follow me, on all this shit. Um, tmorg20 on Instagram, tmorgg or on Twitter, tmorgg. My Twitter been popping, been really leaning into my Twitter. Hold on, we got a caster call for the CRL. All three days, papa. Sign me the fuck up. Get me reps. Hold on. Gotta send messages now. Okay, let's just get the fuck out of here. You guys are real ones, and um, I'll see you next week. We're on the road. Hey, that was episode 60. I just uploaded. This is 61. We're on the road. To episode 69 good after morning day is on its way whatever day episode 69 lands on will forever be known it's good after morning day i want it to be a really big podcast it's going to be special so be sure to uh, be on the lookout for that because if we're in the final stretch you know eight more episodes after this one and we're there so pay attention to that and i hope you guys have a great week